The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business on News Talk. We're now going to uh, talk to our resident expert this week, and that resident expert is Tara Murphy from the Sims Clinic in Cork. That, of course, being a fertility clinic. So, if you have any questions about fertility or IVF or fertility sports or anything along those lines, fire them into five three one zero six at a cost of thirty cent or WhatsApp zero eight seven fourteen hundred one zero six. Tara, this is one of those areas where, in the last. 10, 20 years, there has been extraordinary leaps and develops and, the, and they continue to happen. At the moment, what are you seeing in terms of the trends of what people are looking for? Is it is it embryo and egg freezing? Is that the main thing? Is it IVF? Uh, I think mainly it's still IVF, but there's definitely a higher percentage coming in now for egg freezing. That's definitely becoming more popular. And I think it's because it's spoken about more and we're informing people more and more about their fertility and what to look out for and tests they should do to check and see how their fertility is. Um, So we would do things like fertility awareness weeks where people come in and they just do a simple semen analysis or an AMH. These are things that can check your fertility. What's an AMH? So an AMH is a blood test and it gives us a good idea of the quantity of eggs a woman has left the reserve. So they come in, have this test. A lot of times it's normal and sometimes it's abnormal. So then they might be in a situation where they're not planning to have a child right now we can give them the option of freezing their eggs so it, it can preserve their fertility for down the line. And when people come in for those kind of tests, is it on spec or is it because they've been trying to conceive and have been unsuccessful? Um, I would say majority of the time it's because they're trying to conceive and have been unsuccessful, but sometimes they might have a sister who's trying to conceive and then it, it will just ignite them to, I, I should check my own fertility, even though they may not be in the stage of life of trying for a baby, but they know someone else who is and it just sparks a bit of curiosity, I think. And talk to me a little bit about the, the best the best case scenario for egg freezing because I assume it's a balance between getting the eggs at the youngest possible opportunity but also not leaving them frozen for too long a duration. Well, no, actually, you can freeze them for as long as you want. It doesn't impact. There's no decline in quality? Not at all, no. So once you once you collect them and freeze them, that's it. They're frozen at that age and nothing changes. I have no I have no idea how long is the longest egg we have in the clinic, but um, like definitely 10, 15 years would be, we would see that and that could be normal. So definitely the younger you are with egg freezing, the better or for fertility starts to decline, unfortunately, at women from mid 20s. Um, but obviously it's quite good up until around the 30, 35 mark. Um, come to the age of 40, you'll struggle to become pregnant, unfortunately. So the earlier you freeze your eggs, the better, really. And in terms of the, the freezing that you're seeing with women coming in, what's mm-hmm. the sort of average age group that you're seeing? I see with egg freezing, I would see kind of late 20s to early 30s, which is a good enough age. That is a good age to, uh, to egg freeze. It's very rare you're going to have someone coming in in their early or mid-20s because they probably, they're not thinking about it, you know, because it's, A, it's not spoken about enough. And B, I think at that age... Well, group, you're immortal in your yeah, early 20s. And you're, we're, we're all kind of programmed to not get pregnant in our, in our, you know, late teens, early pregnancy. That's what the focus is on. No one focuses on your fertility is going to start to decline as a woman in your mid-20s. And are there implications for your fertility as you age if you are female? outside eggs themselves? As in, if you find that you have a healthy egg and you're still premenopausal, are you fairly good to go uh, whether you're 45 or 35? You are, I suppose the thing is that unfortunately, if you are an older woman and you are getting pregnant, so in your early 40s to mid 40s, during the pregnancy, you're predisposed to kind of more risks in that pregnancy. Even if the egg and the embryo are okay, you're at risk of high blood pressure, diabetes, premature delivery, things like that. So you, as you get older, unfortunately, the woman may experience more complications. And how expensive is it if you want to egg freeze? 
Oh, I roughly. Don't, I don't have a number. It's yeah. It's all. It always seems to be changing a bit, and it's very individual as well on the care because someone might need one round of egg freezing and might need multiple more investigations with it, and someone else might be very basic and come through with one egg freeze and that's it. So I'm not. You could go onto the website definitely, and it's it's all very transparent on the website. I, I'm focusing uh, so far exclusively on women. Yeah. What about male fertility in all of this? So males uh, get away with a lot. <laughs> Um, so their their fertility does start to decline slightly in the 40s, but not to the degree of a female. Like you could still have men in their 50s and 60s still fostering children with no help usually. Um, but like thing, they do need to watch their... So alcohol and obesity can affect the quality and the quantity of the semen along with um, toxins. So if you someone, if you have a painter or someone who's working around adhesives or anything like that, those toxins can actually impact on the quality of the sperm as well along with certain vitamins such as zinc. So if you're deficient in zinc, sometimes that can affect the quality of the sperm. So there are certain things, the other thing which some men might know of more of, which is the heat around the testicles. Obviously, if that's quite warm, that's where the semen is presumed, sorry, produced. Um, and Yet another is, reason not to wear briefs. Well, yeah, and just, you know, avoiding, I suppose, I don't know if a lot of people are using saunas and steam rooms that often, but men shouldn't be regularly going into saunas and steam rooms just because it can impact on the semen quality. Genuinely, if you're a regular sauna or steam room user, you it can... Could, yeah, it could impact on the, yeah, on the quality of the semen, yeah. Go back to what you said about obesity, because I was reading a thing, I can't remember what treatment it was that was receiving government support in respect to fertility, but one of the defining characteristics the was... BMI. Yeah, you yeah. had the BMI of, of less than, was it 30%? Was that what so the BMI, so the HSC started fund, publicly funding um, IVF recently in the recent months. And one of the criteria to women is that your BMI needs to be within, I think it's 18.5 to 30 um, so it's quite stringent, really. Um, but I, really, I can see reasons why they're doing it. If you do have a higher BMI and you are obese going into your pregnancy, again, it causes complications on a road in that pregnancy and it's more risky towards the woman. So, And as well, the, out, it's the, you're less, the chances are against you if you have a high BMI in regards to getting pregnant. It does reduce your fertility as well. What are the other things? Are there anything else? I mean, you talked about the the temperature in relation to the uh, testicles, the um, obesity, potential toxins. Anything else on the list of things? Is there? Should you be sort of preparing for uh, your fertility journey, like Rob Heffern and preparing for a walk? <laughs> Do you need to be peak fitness? Uh, no. Look, we would say a healthy diet as much as possible. Definitely stop smoking in regards to both couples because it does impact on your fertility. Reduce your alcohol consumption. And try, like I said, just a healthy diet, regular exercise, because that will help with stress. Stress can impact, especially on the female side in regards to their fertility. Um, and like Does I it? said, yeah, yeah, because stress, women who are very stressed, sometimes it will interfere with the ovulation. So like as in their cycle full stop. So you could see some women who are very stressed or if they're, in, I'm not going to say everyone who runs a marathon, but women who are very, very, very fit and who have a lower BMI, they might struggle to ovulate regularly. And obviously, if you don't ovulate, you're not going to get pregnant. That's at the very fit end of the spectrum, though, it isn't is, it? It is, yeah. But we would have seen, we do see it a bit, people who are extremely fit or into it. We, we some, Like, they're not ovulating. So we would ask them just to not stop their exercise, but reduce it, see if their cycles start to come back. It could be as simple as that sometimes. A question, uh, which I suspect is a question that a lot of, of couples will ultimately end up asking. How long should my partner and I try to conceive 
before seeking help for fertility? Okay, so um, a very good question. And it's based really on the female age. So if you are under 35, we would say you could try to conceive for about a year before you seek any um, further medical intervention. If you're over 35, again, because of that decline in in fertility, we would say six months is kind of the max and you should start going to your GP or fertility clinic or, yeah, Tech saying, I am considering egg freezing, but I'm nervous about the injections part of the process. What is your advice? I would have thought what happens nine months subsequently to the commitment to that process is a lot more significant than an injection, but who am I to judge? Uh, advice to avoid the injections? Oh, you can't avoid them, unfortunately, if we're going through the egg freezing process. But um, in, inside in our clinic anyway, we would just give drug demonstrations. There'd be videos they can watch at home. Um, and usually, to be honest, the majority of patients will get used to it after a night or two. You know, they have all their medications in advance. We would tell them to look at them. And they're very simple medications, really. A lot of them are pre-filled pins, like an insulin syringe. Um, and they're very just easy, easy to inject. The majority get on fine. Some people have to get their partners or family member to help them inject, but... They usually, after a few nights, they get they get used. Which to is it. fine for egg freezing, but for repeated rounds of IVF, that can become difficult. I've talked to a number of people who say that after round four or five, it when is. you've gone through a period of yeah. repeated injection, well, it can, it's all difficult at that stage—the physical and emotional side of it. A text asking the sort of the success rate for IVF is that sort of how long is a piece of string? Or yeah, is, that is very much based on the couple, their age, and if they have any fertility issues as well. Um, so it's kind of hard to—you couldn't give a clear-cut answer on that one. Although I assume it is. One those where I talked about at the outset about how, how significant the developments have been in fertility treatment. The other side of that coin is how little we still know. There is still a lot unknown about human yeah, fertility. Yeah, like we'd see a lot of patients coming through. We do a lot of their investigations. They come back normal and they're just, they're defined as unexplained fertility issues and we don't know why. Um, so now obviously we would work away with them as much as we can. But if we keep hitting roadblocks, we would start doing other investigations that would be a little bit further outside the box. But you never know, something might turn up with them. Well, obviously, if anybody wants further details, they can hunt you down through the Sims Clinic. I assume that's pop it into Google Sims Clinic yeah, and all. Simsivf.ie, yeah. Tara Murphy, thank you so much. That is Tara Murphy, who is nurse manager with the Sims Clinic in Cork. The Anton Savage Show Saturday with Nifty Business Saturday morning at nine on News Talk.